Listener Production. The Luke and Sassy Scott podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we record this podcast. The Yulikit Wulin clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders past and present and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You are ridiculous. Don't do that either. I'm sick of you. You're a nutcase. I don't care, Luke. Look at you. You infuriate me as a human being. (coughs) (coughs) Are you recording? Can I pick my nose? Luke, I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. Before we start, I've got something that's really serious that I'm worried about, Luke. Mm. Have you noticed a change in this studio? Yeah, I um, I don't know who approved this. But it wasn't me. So we have new chairs here and they haven't got arms. Yeah, they had our old ones had armrests. Which means I could fall off this chair at any fucking stage. You're a grown man. He throws his You're body around like man. crazy. What do you mean you can fall off? I'll fall off! <laughs> Why are you tipping over? He <laughs> says half my stories he falls asleep, so he probably will fall asleep and, like, fall off his chair now. Can there I just is. say, the old chairs, they were these... This is the one I'm sitting on, which is, like, meant to be a producer's chair. It's literally, like, these big-ass... Pro- did you hear that? A producer's chair. Director. Executive producer. Executive director. She's out of control. Head of the whole company. No, um, these chairs... <laughs> How's your car park going? Shut up. I don't have a car park. Um, these chairs have, like, these big-ass, bulky arms yep. that are hideous. And they, the team here at Listener, thought it would be nice then to give you... what do I do with my hands? Like, what are they holding on to? What are they doing to the I used to just angle them, like, left and right. What do I do? With... Like... So I'm happy that they're gone. Do we hold hands? No, absolutely not. So our family listens to these podcasts and you just know they're sitting there like, oh, shit, are they going to talk about me one day? Who's next on mm. the list? And what's next, Scott? Well, we love a dirty little family secret here on this podcast. Do we ever. And we love recalling them Mm. in our own version. So we had some fucking scoop go down when our grandpa died. Yeah. We had a step-grandmother, Nana, we used to call her. Nana. And the day our grandpa died, so much was unveiled. So the day my uncles and aunties and everyone go up there and they like clearing out the shed, trying to see if there's anything valuable worth keeping. Mm. Anyway, the phone rings and my dad picked it up. How did he answer it? Do you remember? Uh, he would have said, David O'Halloran. So <laughs> <laughs> he answers the phone. Still. He loves that one. And what unfolded was the man that called was actually the son of our nana. Mm. Now, our whole life, no one knew that she had a child. But what unfolded is they recalled a period of time in their life when they were really young and their dad had this new girlfriend that she disappeared for about 12 months. Anyway, it turns out that she had had an affair with somebody and fell pregnant. Now, she didn't just have an affair with nobody. She had an affair with one of Australia's biggest dignitaries. What's a dignitary? Somebody in the government. Oh. And they had a... High position. You know what? I'm going to do something right now. Breaking. What? what? Breaking. I'm going to give a clue. No, I'm going to just make it clear that it was not Julia Gillard. Oh. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it wasn't. And it was so many years ago. Mm. It, and anyway, they had put this person in the government and our nana put this child up for adoption. And he not long started to rekindle and build a relationship with her right before our grandpa died. 
So he reached out to, what, Dad and all the siblings. And then he reached out and then randomly, like, got in contact with them and then it all started to come to fruition. And it was even in Women's Day and Women's Weekly. And it you was loved that, that shit. You loved magazines. You'd I like, love this. What happened to Britney this week? Britney Spears, Kevin Federline, get another copy. I want to make sure. Fact check, because if it was the same story in two magazines, it was real. <laughs> Anyway, that was our juicy family story for the day. Who are we coming for next? Wait, wait, who was it? Can you name? No, we cannot name. We would have black cars roll up and take me and Luke away now. Last week we spoke about shithead things that we did. (laughs) There was quite a few, but the common thing amongst it all was I usually wasn't involved. I was a bit scared. It was you. You terrorised the neighbourhood. I didn't just terrorise the neighbourhood. I looked at it as I was entertaining you and the neighbourhood and everybody else's brothers, sisters, cousins. I was your entertainment. But Mm. it meant that we had to just do some things where we just stepped over the boundary line. Mm. So we wanted to know if we weren't the only shitheads in the neighbourhood. So we put it out to you and we wanted to hear your stories. And of course you have all done crazier things than me and Luke. And the first one, I'm going to read this out. It's from Anna. When I was a kid, I used to tell my brother to sit and face the wall and talk to God. And then I would run to the other side of the wall and speak back to him. For about five years, he thought I was the voice of God and I used to tell him all sorts of wacky shit. (laughs) (laughs) That just triggered mine. Do you remember ever pretending to be the neighbour behind us? You and and Patrick? And I was crying. No lie. Luke was so nervous and scared to do anything that would upset anybody other than me. And This was awful, by the way. Awful. So on school holidays, we would punch the crap out of each other and tear the house apart. Poor mum and dad were off at work. And if Luke was really annoying me or his temper had gotten too much control over him... No, that's not how it happened. You were just like, I need entertainment today. So you would just destroy Paul Lookable. And there was this beautiful lady that lived behind us by herself. Luke was really scared of upsetting anyone. I would call the house phone. She was terrifying. I I found her terrifying. I would call the house phone and I would go, I want to talk to Luke. (laughs) (laughs) So they would have the music up so loud on every radio. Everything that could make music in the house was up like as loud as it could go. So then the phone starts calling and it's like, Vivian wants to talk to you, Luke. And I'm like, I'm not talking. And Patrick would be in on it and he'd go, no, Luke, she's demanding. Yeah, or she's going to come over. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I better just get on the phone. And you believe. So I would put her, I'll put on a voice. Yeah, go, do what you would do. Luke, I'm really disappointed in you. <laughs> I would like have tears coming down I already. Can hear your voice, not any of your other brothers. You sound like you're being like really angry today. I'm going to call your mum. You'd be like, I have work. to do this weekly, telling you to turn down the volume, That's and then I'd right. be crying, trying to turn down all the volume on everything, and you'd be turning it up again. Okay, that was a terrible divert. <laughs> Next, we've got one. I'm going to read this one out from Holly Scott. My brother and I put the garden hose through his bedroom window and tried to turn his room into a pool. (laughs) Needless to say, we flooded his entire basement. The water was running for hours before our mum came down to the basement and realised. Oh, my God, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. All right, next one's uh, audio. Can we listen to Ali's, please? In high school, camp was not compulsory, but I told mum I was going, forged her signature on the permission note to say that I couldn't go and uh, took the money for 
the camp from mum, used it as spending money and hung out with my boyfriend in the city for three days. Oh, she's a hustler. She's naughty. I used to try to get out of so much stuff. I remember so much I got out of because I just hated going on school camp stuff. I remember never going to Ballarat to the Sovereign Gold Rush thing. And I loved going on school camps. If I could get out of it, I would. Do you know, she just reminded me at the start of every single school year, mm. I would write a letter, a handwritten letter to my new, um, what were they called, homeroom teacher, like your main teacher, mm. um, from Desley and David O'Halloran. <laughs> and I would sign out and I would say, you know, Scott's got a great attitude and he's really excited that you're his teacher this year. Now, I would sign it off with signatures of theirs that I could do. So then when I got detentions and letters sent home from the school, I would I could respond from David and Desi because they knew that that was their handwriting. How long did that last? Because didn't they used to call all the time? Yeah. Mm. I did the same thing, Scott, where I used oh. to forge my mum's signature every single time to the point where once my mum actually signed something and my teacher goes, this isn't, this isn't oh, her signature. Oh, they didn't believe her one. This is you. You've done this. You oh, forged this. Oh, and I was like, no, that's my actual mum's signature. Because every other page, I think it was like every week they had to sign your like diary or whatever. Yes. You know how I, I just I remembered one that, oh, this is quite the opposite to you too, but going back to I was a bit nerd. shy and nerdy at school. Anyway, mum and dad would have to sign a cheque. And would have to bring it in. You bring it in an envelope. A check? No, it'd be like for an excursion or something. Like it was an school extra fees? fee. Maybe it was school fees anyway. School but fees. I kept forgetting to bring it in. So then it was like I was kept getting in trouble and I hated getting in trouble. So anyway, I finally bring it in and she opens it and there was no check in the letter. Like I felt like mum just put me up for failure. And she's like, Luke, are you playing a joke with me? And I just wanted to die. There was I, nothing in the envelope. I don't get it. Mum forgot to put the check in the envelope. So I brought an empty envelope and it looked like I'd checked the check. I could have gone to sleep during that story. <laughs> you could have made a coffee. What the fuck was that, Luke? Can we listen to Emma's story, please? Wake me up. I would have been maybe like five years old. There was one morning I was playing with all my toys in my brother's room and I made a complete mess and I was so scared for my mum to see. So I ran into my brother's closet and <laughs> he didn't have for a good maybe three to five hours. And, you know, during that time, my mum was screaming her head off. Everyone was screaming, <laughs> thought I was missing. And it got to the point where my mum called the cops and I just ran out and everyone was just like, where have you been? Where have you been? And everyone was like crying and screaming. And I was just here like with the biggest smile on my face. I feel like I just didn't hear a thing other than closet. Like I couldn't. I'm, we're going to have to listen to it again. I got stuck on closet. So she hid in the yeah. closet. <laughs> And, I, I, all I heard was closet and police. And her family couldn't find her and she could hear them screaming and crying trying to look for her and they called the police while she was in the closet. And reported oh. her missing. And then, yeah, that was actually pretty funny then. Okay. Uh, next, we're going to throw to Remy. When I was younger, our whole family went on a holiday down to Warrnambool and mum brought all new clothes and a new makeup bag and I went into her room and cut up everything Nothing was wearable. Why? Mum was very, very pissed off. Fucking put her up for adoption now. Wow. Remy, you're an asshole. Did you ever do anything like that? No, but now, obviously, I'm scared about having kids. And if my kids touch my fucking wardrobe, well, guess what? I'm returning you. <laughs> Remember when we would wear your clothes and you'd see us and, like, we'd just even... 
You just position your clothes like this. It's like, you're pulling my shirt. No, because, because I was earning good money as a kid. Don't ask how. But I had now. money. And I would... Yeah, how? I'm going to have to ask. I would how are go, you getting that money, Scott, from I your would, clothes? Shut up. I would go and <laughs> buy really good clothes. And my brothers would wear them and they'd pull them down to fit them. No, you they wouldn't. Because they were taller, taller than me, Or Luke. it would be just up here. And you're like, let me just bring it down to below my waist. And he'd be like, you're not wearing That'd my clothes. the clothes. That's stretch them and it infuriate me. Okay, the next one up is Sunny. No, hang on. I want to know how you were earning the money. Yeah, tell us. Can I go to jail? You can for crime, yep. Were you dealing drugs? <laughs> no. Hmm. Prostitution. Nah, I tried that. Stealing. Um, oh, stealing. I never had money in my bank accounts. Were you stealing? And I never knew how the money was disappearing until now. He was stealing off his youngest brother. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You had no money. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Sunny. I was addicted to slip and slides and I came home from grade school one day and dumped dish soap all over the main floor of our house and I would like go on my stomach and and push myself off the front door and just like slide through the entire house. My dad came home and (laughs) slip and slid his foot right up my ass. Oh, Oh, what? Did he fall or did he get angry? Or did he put his foot in his bum? He By accident he, or on purpose? He said he slip and slid his foot right up my ass. Oh, intentionally? <laughs> or because he slipped because <laughs> it was so really, slippery? Did that really happen? I think he was joking about the last bit. Oh, Sunny. Okay. There was no sunny side there. Cool <laughs> accent, Sunny. In the dark side. Hey, if you want to, you can send us your stories of being a shithead to Luke and Sassy Scott podcast on Instagram anytime you like. The other day, I went for a walk with my dogs, Romeo Jesus, Austin Edward, and Hugo Casablanca. My Mm. husband and our other brother, Patrick. Okay. And Pat... You had a dog each. What? You had a dog each. You were walking them. Yes. Yeah. Do you have three dogs, Scott? Three dogs. And who's one? one There were six names. (laughs) One each. (laughs) (laughs) I know why you're throwing. What are your dogs' names? Uh, Romeo Jesus. hyphenated. Romeo Jesus, Austin <laughs> Edward, and Hugo Casablanca. I see why you thought there were six. I have to clear it up with three. <laughs> anyway, really good names. <laughs> so what happened was we were walking along and Patrick was walking in front of me and he had Hugo Casablanca. And I could see this fucking tanked up, roided dick walking towards us. And he had a Roddy. Now, I don't have a problem with Roddy. His grandma had a Roddy. Boson, lovely dogs. So anyway, I, I kind of got this feeling from this fuckwit owner that he was aggressive, so therefore his dog was aggressive. And so I said, Pat, Pat, watch out for this. Like, pull Shugo Casablanca to the side. So at right at that moment where Patrick kind of goes to pull him over, Shugo walks up to this dog that walks towards him mm. to sniff each other. Mm. Bam, this, this fucking Roddy goes, like, tried to snap Shugo. Shugo was fast enough to pull his head back and this dog went to fucking chomp him and then made this growling sound. And I'm like, holy fuck. Fuck, right? That was so lucky. And Patrick's pulled Hugo back. This fuckwit doesn't pull his dog back. And I look at him and I'm like, what the fuck? And he goes, yeah, watch it. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was so happy and cocky that his dog nearly hurt my dog. And then it's like so many other people out there that I've come across 
that have aggressive dogs. Hold on, I'll just stop you. What did you say to him when it happened? I thought if I fucking go after this guy right now and clock him one, he might let his dog go and it's going to hurt my dogs. But me, Marcus and Patty, well, me, myself and Irene could have fucking taken him on. Sure, he was ten times bigger than me, but I would have given a red hot shot. But I was scared that his dog was going to hurt the boys. So that's why I didn't really pop off. And he kept turning back at me and he was like, yeah, fucking... All fucking up and about. And I just thought, why in this world would you be happy that your dog would hurt somebody else or somebody else's dog. Like, don't you go, oh, shit, sorry, my bad. And then you, like, look at your dog and you go, bad fucking dog. Like, that's what I expected from him. Instead, he was excited and happy that his dog was going to kill or hurt another fucking dog. And these own these types of dog owners out there, we all know what types. So what types? So you said of Rottweiler. So is that... But you said you also no, like Rottweilers. No, Rottie's are lovely dogs. It's the type of owner. But listen, there's some stereotypes. There's, like, pit bulls. I don't know. Pit bull people come at you. Yeah, they will. Pit bull. The rapper. The pit bull people, yeah. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide's going to come for you. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. No, and I just think what 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 we have to do. What 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 what? What what what? what, what? Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide's coming out. No, I think. Take a photo of me with it. What is it? <laughs> take but a picture. Times Square. Take a picture of me with a cold All right, everyone. Thanks. This is serious. I'm fucking sick and tired of dog owners who are proud of their mm. dogs being aggressive. But wouldn't you just say it's an extension? Like, there's people out there that just want to go and fight people, right? Yeah, there is. Having an aggressive dog is just an extension of their personality. Yeah, but it's dangerous. Mm. Scott, can I ask, did you say what breed your dogs are? Are they spoodles? Oh, so they're like little fluffy things. They're not little. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean like, you know, if he had a They're gorgeous, a Roddy, lovely dogs. Yeah, the, the Roddy could have mauled the shit, killed him. That's what I'm saying. So like, as, as in, I don't get how if you're a dog owner with a, you know, a dog that can actually do damage. Yes. And there's these two cute little poodles. Three. Three, three little With hyphenated six. names. <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it's really annoyed me, those types of people. We see you and we don't like you. Mum! No, she... Mum! Stop it! Stop it! Silly squabbles! I love that. This is our favourite part of the podcast. Oh, this have, is exciting. Have you realised that that's me in there? <laughs> saying, fuck off, <laughs> What, do you have, like, pots and pans and stuff? Did you record the pots and pans? Oh, my God. I didn't do <laughs> I didn't do the sound effects, but oh. I did the voiceover for it going, fuck off, stop it. Oh, oh I, love I love that. that. It's so funny. And um, then my nephews are at the end going, sibling squabble. <laughs> you got I knew you were asking them to do it, but I didn't know you jumped into it as well. <laughs> I love it. So we ask everyone to send in a sibling squabble, so a little memory they've got from their childhood. The worst thing that they've done to their sibling or a sibling has done to them. So Abby has sent in hers. Let's listen. So I would have been about eight or nine and my brother was 15, 16 and like any emo, emotionally charged, anger issue, 16-year-old boy, he had a very serious passion about rapping and that rapping would be his career. And I stumbled across his YouTube um, with all of his songs and rapping videos and music videos on it when I was about eight. And the deal was because I wanted to be a singer... You know, like everyone, I would be able to be on one of the songs if I shut up about it. But long story short, he did something to piss me off. I can't remember what it was, but I told our whole family at Christmas. And the next day I looked at his YouTube and it was all gone. So who knows? He might have been the next Eminem, but I ruined that for him. So sorry, bro. Love you. 
but shit happens. <laughs> I want to know if he kept them all. Because you have, Luke. You what? and I, didn't you hide our YouTube channel of us when we were kids? Mm, yeah, we've got some regretful videos. I don't regret anything. Play them. <laughs> Share them. You, know, you don't have access to see them. You would regret them. Okay, that's it for today's podcast, Scott. If you're listening right now, you got to do something for me. You're going wherever you're listening to this. That might be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Listener App, and you get to rank it and rate it. So go leave a five out of five. All right, let's give Scott a quiz. How many people have rated it on Spotify? Um, 1,098. 2,500. Really? Mm, I thought you would have guessed more than what you said. Well, I don't have Spotify, so I can't check. (laughs) What about Apple Podcasts? 498. Close, about 470. Oh, can we get it to 500, please? Yeah, so if you're listening on any of them right now, go do it, rate it, rank it. Five stars would be nice too. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott.